הרי מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שברנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכנה עפר קדוש מה שבארץ המה. ובבחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ועמקו חוכמה רבנו נחנו פגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו והכל ישראל אמן. טוב ברוך השם. Today we start a new uh, סעיף, a new section שיף חיירן. After we see that רבנו and his attendant are freed from this ship. We start with the Seif Chavhe, section 25. And we're going to finish this section, God willing. Both Rabbeinu and his attendant arrive in the city. Rabbeinu zikhon v'chaim ha'isha ha'meshamesh elohanan. Rabbeinu and his attendant. And as they arrive in the city, we're not surprised another obstacle arrives. And uh, these uh, Arabs remark, these Turks remark, that they are spies. And a great fear falls on these Sephardim, these uh, Sephardic people, Sephardic Jews who have helped Rabenu and his attendant out of this uh, servitude. And as the, these uh, Turks are remarking and uh, spreading rumors that these people might be spies, Uh, the Sfaradim act immediately on this and they immediately bring them, Rabbeinu and his attendant, different garments, different clothing. And they were forced to dress the, uh, Rabbeinu and his attendant in their clothing, in their normal clothing. And Rabbeinu was in great pain because of this. We're going to see why. And Rabbeinu's attendant started joking around, was laughing. He thought it was a joke. And Rabbeinu was angry at his attendant. He told him, You have no idea what, accusa- what accusations um, are being put upon us from on high. Meaning, there are many supernal beings putting accusations, tremendous accusations, as Satan's putting a tremendous accusation from us, uh, on us from on high. Rabbeinu gave this attendant, his attendant, a massive secret. He told him a tremendous secret, revealing secrets that uh, speak about this topic. And Rabbi Nathan came to him later and uh, Rabbeinu's attendant didn't reveal a word about it. Rabbeinu was then uh, received and he then greeted all the sages of the city. And They thought of this as very good. They thought of him as someone awesome. They, thought, they, they regarded him as a tremendous novelty. And then afterwards, Rabbeinu himself came and said, with tremendous joy, Blessed is Hashem. Blessed is God. Thank God, blessed be He. That we merited such a salvation. And Rabbeinu was there in Rhodes. He was received with great honor up until after the holiday, even after Pesach. And the people of the city themselves paid out of their own wallet the 200 talents that, uh, that were given to free Rabbeinu and his attendant. And they did not want to accept Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu's payment to try to pay them back the 200 talents. The Rabbeinu had the money. And they still did not accept it because they thought of him so highly. And after the holiday, after Pesach, Istanbul, they uh, booked uh, Rabbeinu and his attendant passageway on a ship to, in, to Istanbul. And they gave him uh, 
the sages of, uh, of Rhodes gave them uh, a letter. Perhaps something would um, would come up on the road. Another sort of thing would arise. That, uh, sorry, that this letter would provide them assistance in any city they went to. That there was a letter pleading to all the Chachamim from whatever city to help these two people. And they went with a ship. And on the ship there were Greek, uh, Greek people, Greek citizens. Many of them. And a plague broke out among them. And they saw people dying on the ship. There's a crazy storm wind on the sea. And the ship arrived super fast. And it traveled super fast to the city of Istanbul. And they arrived at the Jewish. Uh, the Jewish community of Istanbul. And even though Rabbanu's attendant had tremendous afflictions, suffering because of the sea's rage and the fact that the ship was going so quickly, that seasickness, nonetheless, it worked out good for them. That they passed the ship, that, sorry, that they traveled the sea with great speed. And they came on the third day, on Tuesday, uh, to the holy uh, community of Istanbul. And they were there for 10 days. And Rabbi Nathan remarks, he says, don't think that the, the trouble stopped there. In Istanbul, they also had tremendous danger. They were in great danger. Because when uh, Rabbeinu and his attendant arrived in Istanbul, uh, they didn't show their passports to the uh, to the the government officials, whoever it might be. They didn't show their passports. Therefore, when there was time to leave, they noted uh, the whoever it was the officials, the, uh, the, the whoever the people um, there were uh, were making sure and were uh, guarding and uh, surveilling. This uh, this entrance and exit of this uh, of the city of Istanbul. These people noted that uh, these two people, Rabban and uh, his attendant, didn't give their passports in when they came. So there was something suspicious, and therefore they did not want to let them leave. And they demanded Rabban and his attendant to give them an exorbitant amount of money so that they could attain a passport from the Sultan. And the sum of money that they demanded was impossible to give. It was such a big amount of money, it was literally physically impossible to, to pay off such a debt. And Hashem had compassion on them. And Hashem arranged that one person came to them. A random stranger, Rabbanu and his attendant never met this person before. This man came on Rabbanu and his attendant's behalf and uh, went to an officer, an, uh, a Turkish officer. He basically almost uh, tricked him and bribed him or whatever it might have been and gave him however much money. And now this uh, man, this stranger, received a note from this Turkish officer to let these two people, Rabbanu's attendant, go through the gates. 
without any questions. And then they let him go. Sorry, and this man warned Hashem in God's name for the sake of God to keep this matter very quiet. To conceal it. And through this, they kept it silent and they were able to escape from Istanbul in peace. And they traveled on the sea from Istanbul to Galat. They arrived at some island on the sea. And as they arrived on this island, they were taken to a prison house. Each person was forced, Rabbeinu and Zahendu were forced to give four rubles each to free each, uh, to free themselves. And from then onward, not one thing happened to them. There was only sea storms uh, that happened a few times. And as they were traveling, they saw a boat uh, filled with Greek people that broke down and uh, the boat and many of these people drowned. Only a few of them survived. And yet Hashem, His awesome compassion, allowed Rabbeinu and his attendant to arrive to their destination. They overcame everything with peace. Until they arrived in Galatia, or Galat, um, in peace, for the Chag of Shavuot. And there's lots of things that are discussed in Chayyam Oran about Rabbeinu's journey back when he arrived in Eastern Europe. And the different tzaddikim he goes to visit. Um, how he visits the Shpola Zedda, the person, the tzaddik, uh, the, at that time, the holy person who uh, who was who had a, who was very fond of Rabenu, who later then became Rabenu's biggest uh, uh, what do you call it opposer. Rabenu said that uh, this machloket was not the Shem Shamayim at all. Um, that this uh, person, this uh, the Shpola Zedda. That uh, who once loved Rabenu, Rabenu actually visited him. It says about this visit that uh, soon re- after soon returning from uh, from Eretz Yisrael, that when Rabenu uh, arrived to the Shpola Zedda, the Shpola Zedda didn't used to uh, eat, I believe. That he had a, a problem with eating; he didn't eat a lot. And yet, when Rabenu arrived, he created an entire feast and he partook at that feast to show his love for this tzaddik Rabenu. And uh, over a year, I think a year and a half later, that's when the machloket broke out, if I'm not mistaken, something along those lines. And uh, he caused relentless opposition on Rabenu HaKadosh. Rabenu said, I feel pity for him that the Yitzhara, uh chose him to be my, uh, the, to be the emissary for this act, for this opposition. Nonetheless, uh, very deep stuff. Rabenu also visited the Balatanya, the founder of the Chabar Hasidut, Rav Shneo Zamin of the Liadi. And he visited other tzaddikim along the way. But we see that Rabenu finally arrives in Eastern Europe, ready to go back home. Um, and we continue with a few pieces left of Shifcha Aran before we finish off. And we enter Bezrat Hashem, Sichot Aran, very, very soon. That's it for today. We continue with uh, Seif 26, section 26, next podcast, Bezrat Hashem.